Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell, 428-9494. That is the phone number, 928-428-9494. Happy Friday everybody, hope you're having a good day. Uh, I do, Apropos of nothing, I'm starting with a complete non sequitur. I just saw this morning that in 1960, this week in 1967, the Monkees had the number one album and the number one single. Uh, number one album, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones, my favorite Monkees album. I know everybody likes Headquarters better. I'm, I'm a Pisces guy. And Daydream Believer was the number one song. The The weird thing was they knocked the Beatles off uh, the number one. Sgt. Pepper had been the number one song, uh, number one album. But Sgt. Pepper had knocked the monkeys off of number one. The monkeys had number one for one week with headquarters, and then Sergeant Pepper came out and knocked them off. And uh, 26 weeks later, the monkeys came around with another album and knocked the Beatles off. So there you go. Like I said, apropos of nothing, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. That's my favorite monkeys album. Headquarters is great. Just saying. Uh, we're going to go right from that into into uh, one of the community's best nonprofit charitable organizations, Angels Closet and Food Bank. I've got Jennifer Wenham here with me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Uh, Angels Closet is in the giving machines. Giving machines are here for one more week through the 14th, right? I think. Uh so you can donate to Angel's Closet. There are four donation options. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes, that's correct. That's that's what I thought. And a varying dollar amounts. I think it goes from ten to a hundred? Uh fifty, I think it fifty. Fifty? Oh, yeah. okay. Um I, I wasn't sure. Uh, oh by the way, oh, I wrote it in my notes. If you go to the giving machines and you punch in seven 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 you actually donate to everything in the machine. Uh, it's You get a donation of one of everything, and your card will be charged, I think it's a little over $2,000. That's my understanding. I did watch somebody do it. They punched it in, and it showed, because uh, there's a little readout screen, it showed what you were picking, and it picked everything, and then it gave the dollar total. And then they were trying to get somebody to put their card in and nobody would do it. But if, if you have uh, a little extra, you can do that. You can donate to literally everything in the machine by punching in that code. So be prepared. Yeah. If you punch in that code, you're donating a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> That's 777? 777. Nice. So, um, so I, I, and I'm going to embarrass you and I'm going to embarrass me. We've not really interacted a great deal. A couple times we've we've talked, we've sure. exchanged pleasantries, but we've never really interacted. I have to be honest, I really only know you as the lovely Jen, <laughs> which is how your husband refers to you constantly. Right. He's trademarked it. I, I, I have to assume at some point you got to look at him and go, would you please just stop? Because there are people, I think, who only know you as the lovely Jen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. People come up to me and say, oh, you're the lovely Jen. 
it happens all over the place. So, uh, so I'm going to fight my urge to say that. <laughs> it's quite all right. Um, well, no, because he'll kill me if, if it's if I sound like I mean it. <laughs> you know, uh, he's younger than me. He's got he's got speed. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I I can't take him. Let's just put it that way. Um, Angel's Closet. How long has Angel's Closet been around? Oh, for since 1998. So just just over 25 years. Now, you and your mom started that, correct? Well, it was our, a family thing. But at that time, I was in the eighth grade. So it was a, our whole family. Um, and it just started in our garage. My mom just felt like she saw that the local in, the local clothing bank was closing down and she, she just couldn't have that like on her conscience really, I guess. So she, she jumped in and um, we just started collecting donations from the community and giving them out for free. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. <laughs> now, I, I sit on the board of GCRC. Um, so obviously I love when people come and shop at the thrift store. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because it benefits our people with special needs. Um, that said, GCRC does give away some clothing if they, if do, they yeah. knew, if they, if somebody needs, but Angel's Closet does not sell. No. It, it is completely free. And for those in need, and let's face it, need could be this week. It's a choice between the electric bill or food or gas in the car and, um, the water bill. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, you could be working and still in need. Absolutely. And the Angel's Closet is one um, that I've always been very proud of is there's no um, there's no place that we have to actually go in and check to make sure that you're actually in need. There's no um, application to get help. And it's just because it does change. Like you never know when you're going to need something. And we mostly just have clothes and food. But occasionally we'll have extra things that people bring in and, or donate and that we can give out. But yeah, you never know what the need's going to be. And you never know when you just need a jacket for your kid or whatever. And and we have that available because of the community's donations, though. I mean, I think the other thing is, is we love to partner with um, GCRC by by sharing resources when we can and stuff because the community needs as many as they can get help right like St. Vincent de Paul as well there's a lot of places but but there's times that we don't have any any cash at all so it's nice to have a free resource it, it really should be noted all of our nonprofits work together they really do I know uh, you St. Vincent GCRC all provide clothing to Safe House when needed. Uh, I know Seekus has gone to each and said, I've got a senior in need. Uh, and, and vice versa. If somebody needs some durable medical equipment, they might call Seekus and Seekus right. has it. So it, it's, it really is, it's not competition in any way. No. Um, I'm thinking specifically of, of the person, maybe it's even two family, uh, a two income household. We know two incomes doesn't necessarily mean you're rolling in dough. Uh, and I can remember when I was raising my kids, you, your kids are still young. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are times, there were times for me where you realize, oh, the oldest just blew through their shoes. They, they've, For whatever reason, they had a growth spurt 
and the shoes that fit last week don't fit now. And I'm between paychecks and I got $10 in the bank. What do I do? Right. You know, well, Junior, hang in there. <laughs> well, no, there's options. There are, yeah. And, and Angel's Closet may be that option. Right. And, and we're open only once a month. Um, but you can always call and and come in for emergency reasons like that. Um, but yeah, it, it it just I was thinking it's really a helpful resource for fostering because sometimes you just get kids in the middle of the night and you need you need resources to to fill it to fill in the space in between. And um, the Angels Closet has been a big resource for for that sort of thing. Um, I know we need some help with the foster care review board. I know we I know we need volunteers for that. Do we have any idea how many children are fostered in this in the Gila Valley? I I don't know if they share that data with you. Oh yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, um, I I don't know, and they want to keep as much of that information secret as they should. Right. But it'd be nice to know if we have you know twenty kids. Okay, let's find resources for twenty kids because I think our community would do that. Yeah, our community is has been a huge resource for, for the Angel's Closet, continually been a huge resource. And, um, you know, we couldn't function without how much they give and how much they um, support the Angel's Closet with clothing. Um, and then recently, recently the Safford, Thatcher, and Pima Stake Centers donated f- financially so that we could get a washer and dryer in there, which has been really helpful because sometimes things come in and we need, they just need a wash. And so, so having that has been a huge help. So that's been good. Um, the Angels Closet also, we don't have any administrative costs. Desert Springs Community Fellowship houses us. They pay for our electrical bills, all, all of that kind of stuff. And um, we have no administrative costs in, in terms of nobody gets paid as well. So all the money that comes into the Angel's Closet goes back out to the community. And so that's a big, that's a big help. I've said this about our food banks, and, and I'm curious if it's the same thing with our clothing banks. Uh, right now, all of our food bank shelves are full because people are in a giving spirit. It's the season. It's the season of giving. So we just had a giant food drive here with the elementary school kids, so our neighbor's farm and pantry is good for at least four months. That's what they said, minimum four months. Uh, I know St. Vincent de Paul is full right now. I don't know how the food bank is over at Angel's Closet. Is it good? Um, yeah, we kind of go come and go. We have a very small food bank. Okay. Uh, I don't know about Monster Pantry, or excuse me, Monster Exchange over at oh, EA. Okay. Uh, but last time I was in, it looked pretty good. And I was in, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. Right now, everybody's thinking about donating because the spirit has grabbed us. But come June, that's when the food bank shelves go empty because we're not thinking about it. We're thinking about graduations and vacations and making sure the kids are in Boys and Girls Club because I still got to work, but there's no school and that sort of thing. How is it for clothing? Is Do you see, you know, hills and valleys with donations during certain times of the year? Yeah, and usually it's opposite because 
people clean out their closet for winter. So, so then in the summer, we'll end up with like a lot of winter stuff. So we, we pack away things that we can. But um, yeah, it's like seasonal because people clean out their closet seasonally. So, so that seems to be the well, time that, that donations come in. I guess that's good. At least there's, there's a consistent rate of donation. Yeah. Which we don't see with food. And and I really would love us to get into the habit of making monthly donations rather than just save it all up for Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yeah. If if that's the way it works for clothing, I'm all for it. Whatever it takes to, to make sure that people can be can get the help they need. Yeah. For the Angels Closets Food Bank, we, we use donations from the United Way um, Freeport campaign that employees donate to. And we we buy what we're going to donate back out. So so that's been a big help for for our for our food pantry. That's how it works. But I know the other ones don't don't work that that right. same way. Everybody has their own their own systems. Yeah, for the most part, there's donations and then purchasing the perishable items. You know, the meats, the breads, the milk, etc. Right. Um, are you are you seeing any trends? coming through Angel's Closet, have, have you seen an increase or a decrease in, I don't want to say the type, the the age range of people that are coming in, or is it across the board? Oh, it's across the board for sure. Yeah. We have families that come in and sometimes they're very big families. And then other times they're um, just single, single people that just need need help so and we get a lot of homeless homeless population coming through as well you're not horribly far from the new samaritan home has there been any overlap there um or have they contacted you for any any assistance not that i know of not yet yeah i don't i don't know if that that's true um yeah we're just located across from the the safford bowling alley just across the street at the desert springs community fellowship yeah, so that's why I say you're not you're not terribly far because Samaritan mm-hmm. Home is right at seventy and one ninety one. Yeah, right there at the intersection. You're what? It's couple walking of blocks. distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's funny. I, every every count I had heard because they would do one about every five years or so. Uh, Department of Economic Security would do a count of homeless across the state, and they'd go to each county and do it. And I always heard our homeless population was under ten as a rule. But I'm talking to the Samaritan home director who did the ribbon cutting at, at the giving machines. And she's seeing a steady stream of two to three dozen per day. Now, I don't know if that means homeless or those that might have a place, but aren't working, etc. cetera. Uh, but obviously there's a disconnect between what the state thinks we have and what we have. Is that fair to say? I absolutely, I think so. I and I think it it fluctuates so much that we can't we can't really know um, that number. I don't I don't think anybody can really know because there's so many people that go into their temporary housing where they're home they're without homes, and so I, yeah, I think that 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 that's probably an inaccurate to to think there's only ten. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I kept hearing. You know. It's, Twice, I know I dealt with DES on counts, and they both said the same time, we were under a dozen. And I thought, wow, that just doesn't feel like what we see. Yeah. And and the churches who uh, does desert your desert fellowship. Yeah. Do you guys do the 
rotation on the the meals on Sunday over at the park? No. You're not? Okay. Uh, Ministerial Association does that. I know right. they rotate. Each church kind of takes a day, and they, they go do a meal in yeah. Firth Park. And those meals are full. Yeah. There's absolutely. lots of folks. We we take um we have a ministry that takes food out to homeless okay. out in Solomon. So that's a probably a different population. Uh, and and a, an invisible population for us here in this part of the valley. We don't hear and see much about Solomon out here. Yeah. Which is sad cuz they're us. Yeah. They we should. It's all part of it. Exactly. 4289494 if you have a question. For Jennifer Wenham with Angel's Closet and Food Bank, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. Jennifer Wenham with Angel's Closet is here with me today. We're talking about everything that the organization does to help our community uh we're just during the break sharing photos and uh i managed to get one of the giving machines showing what our locals uh what you can donate for our locals and there are five options for uh angel's closet if you wanted to donate to all it would be uh hundred and a quarter 140 dollars to donate to everything for Angel's Closet, not a, not a, it's it won't break your bank. Look, you're gonna spend more on that on the grandkids. Let's just be honest. Well, depending on how many grandkids you got, I talk to people that have like 30 grandkids. <laughs> you're not spending that on any one grandkid. I get that. I have one. He's getting spoiled. So, <laughs> uh, but 140 dollars. Uh, what are the items that they can uh, donate to in the giving machine? Um, there's a new school outfit. And that's a $15 item. We like to make sure they get everything that is um, new and prepared for them, especially undergarments, that kind of thing. Uh, sleeping bags, $20. for That's for a homeless population. We get, we get people coming in, especially this time of year when it's so cold outside. Having extra things like that is good. Baby supplies, $25. And that, that's, a, that's a big one because people come in often... Um, very pregnant and very needing for for particular baby items like diapers and that kind of thing. If you want to get my wife riled up, talk about two things. One, the cost of uh, baby items or toddler items, either or. And two, the pink tax. Why are razors like twice the cost for women than they are for men? That sort of thing. <laughs> and that doesn't even count the things that are just for women that are ridiculously expensive. So, yeah, uh, baby baby supplies are always costly and always so very needed. Right. So. Yeah. Um, we could stock our pantry for $30. That would buy groceries really for um, a family. And then our mobile clothing bank. And that's $50. And the mobile clothing bank is something that we are, that has been in our, in our um, planning for some time is that we want to, we'd like to, to have some kind of vehicle, a uh, trailer or something that we can load up with clothes and take to local, other local communities like Greenlee County and uh, Wilcox, and then also um, up up to the 
to San Carlos or in that area. And because a lot of those, uh, we, we get a lot of people from those areas that come into the clothing bank, but we see the need growing in those communities, especially Duncan. Um, we, we were able to go this last year and work with the Duncan school and, and have, they opened up their whole gymnasium and gave us tables and, and different things. And we had a handful of families that were able to come in and get new clothing, backpacks, that kind of thing. Yeah, Duncan, we've talked about Duncan with food, but the reality is Duncan's an island and, and they're an island on just about everything. They don't have a bank. They don't have a grocery store. Uh, think about that. They, there's literally no grocery store. They have convenience stores, so you can, I guess, you can get all the Twinkies you need, but try and get you know fresh carrots, can't be done. And there's really no clothing stores. I, I think it's what Do, uh, Family Dollar, right, is the closest they have to a store. Um, it's been some time since I've been to Duncan. I'm yeah. from Duncan and I, I love the, like, that's a core thing for me is I love Duncan. I still have family there. Um, and I'm not taking anything away. It's, it's a farming community. They, they, you know, they all work together. I'm not suggesting anything oh, negative no. about Duncan, but the reality is for them, for those folks to get anything, it's a 40 minute trip, 30 minute trip minimum. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a car. And if you don't have a car, if you're struggling, I know I, I sold my old car to a man in Duncan who desperately needed something and didn't have a lot of money. Absolutely. And, and so I was able to sell him a couple hundred dollar car. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a car, now what? Now what do I do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, huge need out there. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And I, and I think that the, um, amount of places that they can work and different things is is limited by whether or not they can get around and so yeah duncan's a beautiful community and um but but they do need help and so being able to get over there with a mobile uh, mobile help would be a huge would be a huge help so so that's what that that last one is for mobile so you're fundraising to to establish a good mobile clothing what would you call it? Clothing, clothing bank? Yeah, I think so. so. What, what did you call it on here? I got to look it back up I, on my I phone. I think it's called a mobile clothing bank. Yeah, mobile clothing bank. There yeah, so that, that's what that last one is about, is being able to, to go around the community, different communities. Well, and you talked earlier about Solomon. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we, we forget about Solomon and San Jose. We forget about Bonita. They're Graham County. Absolutely. And, and it's easy to forget about them because... Unless you got friends out there, you tend not to travel there, you know, or especially now that La Paloma's closed. Mm-hmm. You know, how often do we make it out there just to go out there? You know, right. so yeah, there are folks out there that could use just a tiny bit of help too. So, uh, speaking of help, one of the biggest for I think every nonprofit in the Gila Valley is Freeport. And yes, your husband is part of Freeport, <laughs> and, and your husband's job is getting. Freeport to help all these organizations out there. He's, you know, community outreach. That's what he does. But the reality is I don't think we, any of us could do what we do in, in any nonprofit without Freeport. Fair to say. Absolutely. And I think, um, I just, I just wanted to share that, um, as Freeport, every, every, cause <laughs> Sean, 
um, my husband, Sean Winham, he, he goes and buys the animals for the livestock auction for Freeport. Um, and so that, and some people fast, like what happens with that meat that comes from that? And, and one of the things they do is they, they donate it to the local nonprofits and Angel's Closet receives some portion of that as does Secus and the safe house and, and other ones. And so that, that's a huge um, help for us to have fresh meat to give out. And we, and we do throughout the whole year portion that out and give it out to, to community, to family members who, um, families that come in that need help. Yeah. Freeport does it Graham and Greenlee. So it's not just, not just us. I know our Greenlee friends get upset. (laughs) Graham gets everything. No, 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 no. Greenlee does too. Yeah. Uh, But it is. It's a huge, huge. And and for food banks, that, you know, perishable items are so needed, but they're perishable. To to have someone like Freeport or something like Freeport. Freeport's a thing, not a a person. (laughs) Sorry, it's my old editor coming out. (laughs) It's an it, not not a they. Um, but for Freeport to do that is huge because that's, that's meat that can be frozen that, as you say, can be spread out over an amount of time. It's not going to last five years, obviously, but, but if it gets you through the quarter or, or six months, that's fantastic. Yeah. And being able to give fresh local meat to the community is, is a really, a really needed and very sweet, a thing to do i i that's a and for anybody that's that hasn't and i I, look i grew up in a big city we never got farm to table we just didn't we went to the grocery store the first time i had a steak from carter's it's a different world (laughs) so you're literally getting the freshest meat courtesy of freeport uh for the families that that need a little help at this moment yeah. So that's yeah. You're right. It's it's tremendous. It is. Um, we got a couple of minutes left. Uh, you also said your sister texted you. Oh yeah, she did. Um, we have giving boxes at Bell's, and um, we they have uh, boxes for us at the front that you can you can donate um, into. And I know that they, it's up at school time as well. So um, we have a list of of different things you can buy in the store and then donate into that into that box. So. Think that that's a good community partner as well. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's B E A L L S. Everybody calls it Beals. It's not Beals. It's Bells. It's the Gaelic spelling of the word Bell. Trust me, I know this one. David Bell knows the various spellings of Bell because we look it up. We also have our own tartan. Just saying, my wife won't let me get a kilt. I'm working on it. <laughs> we have a Bell tartan. Uh, but yes, it's Bells, and uh, I've I've talked with uh, they do a fair amount with the community as well. They did uh, oh what was it back to school shopping with I think it was when the Elks were here that they would the Elks would come in and do back to school shopping with with the kids. I think it was with the Elks, and Bells was always there. There they you're right. They're a great community partner that kind of goes under the radar. I think. Um, because they don't t- they don't blow their own horn and they really should um, because they do good work right and this is a wonderful opportunity for people to participate in that just go to bells and look you're going to shop anyway pick up one extra thing the prices are good 
put it in the donation box. Yeah, absolutely. And visit visit the giving the giving machines and give to the local the local nonprofits. So one more week of the giving machines that's happening nine to nine. I want to say every day. And that's seven days. They're doing it on Sundays too. Right at the city of Safford. Yeah, right in front of Safford City Hall. For anybody that that wants or needs more information about Angel's Closet, what do they do? Oh, they can um, they can visit us on Facebook. They can send us a message through that as well. It's just Angel's Closet Clothing Bank. And uh, what days are you normally open? You said you're open one day a week? What, once a month, actually. Once a month. Uh, the first the first Tuesday of the month from at 9 a.m. To, to noon. And then you can call us or send us a message if you, if you need help in the meantime. There we go. Jennifer Wenham with Angel's uh, Closet and Food Bank. Thank you so much. Doing great work. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you all for listening as well. I'm out of here for right now, but I'll be back on Monday. Remember, this weekend, lots to do. There's a Toys for Tots drive over at Mount Graham Golf Course. We've got the uh, Festival of Trees opening Saturday night over at St. Rose. And, of course, the Light Parade. I'll be out there. Hope to see you all there. Until then, you guys have a great weekend.